Welcome to the Batman Tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. And sitting across the table from me, my catch of the day, Mr. Jordan Hughes. (laughs) And seated across from me, the man who knows you're never fully dressed without a smile, Mike Stout. That is true. If If you're not wearing your smile, then what are you wearing at all? This episode is weird. It's a weird episode and I love it. I love it. This episode is weird immediately. Immediately weird. Immediately strange. And, like, scary. Yes. It's scary. It's weird. It's funny. It's... Also... A caper. rules. It's a great episode. It also rules. This is... Initial thoughts on this episode. This is, out the gate, the best Joker episode we've seen yet. Yes. Yes, it is. Like, I wouldn't say by far. No, not by far, because I really... I really do like Joker's favor. Joker favor is great. And I like Bia Clown. Clown's pretty good. Yeah, this is. But a, this is great. But once again, this is a Joker ruining a regular person's life. Yes, which happens a lot. Yes, for Batman's to to for his benefit to get to Batman. The idea to ruin an ordinary person's life is a little bit thematically better expressed in Joker's favor. Yes, but this is a way better episode. Oh yeah, this well, way, it's a. It's it a, is a better it's episode. It's just a better like, episode. I shouldn't say way. It's not way better, but it is a better episode. We get a more established Harley Quinn in this episode. This is actually... The chief, like, the chief henchwench herself. The chief henchwench. Uh, <laughs> this is actually like her, you know, for lack she's of a She's really term. Harley in this episode. Yeah, she yes. is. This is her in this episode. She yes. is Harley. She's no longer kind of just a... Uh, a specialized goon. She right. is the full character. Uh, and obviously, Arlene Sorkin does an incredible job. And Shanty. Yeah, that, forget <laughs> it. Listen, I know we, we rag on him. Bullock is great. Bullock, 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 rules. Bullock rules in every, every episode, episode he's in, which is almost every episode. Bullock rules in this episode. He, this is... This is... The great Bullock episode. This is, this is obviously Harley Quinn's like first great episode, but this is also like... An incredibly good Bullock episode. Now, obviously, we get more of Bullock being like a quote-unquote really good cop in Vendetta, but this is also him kind of being a good cop. And you know what? There's a couple of times in this episode where he's actually right. Oh, yeah. There's like, a lot of Bullock in this episode. Yeah, yeah. No, this is really good. I think there's about as much Bullock in this episode as there is Batman in Yeah, this oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bullock is not here for it. He's not happy. Right. Uh, um, what episode are we talking about, Mike? Oh, I'm sorry. The Laughing Fish. This is The Laughing Fish. This is The Laughing Fish. This was this is... one we were both looking forward oh, to. Oh, yeah. This is season one. Wait, I see someone is lurking. I see a lurker. Are you a lurking fish? I, I could be a lurking fish. We have Amanda here. The she people stopped at home by. can't hear you, Amanda. I'm just very mad. I'm very mad. I was in the next room when you guys started the opening and you said something about smile and then no Annie reference was made because I was like, you're not dressed without a smile at all. I did say that. You did? I did the Bert Healy. Did oh, no, I didn't say it was from Annie, though. Oh. But you did. I did. That's good. It's from Annie. All I was thinking since you said that, I'm in the other room going, you're never fully dressed. That is, I'm, I'll leave now. That's not perfect. No, Amanda, the people, the people crave this. Yeah. Because oh, Amanda sick. got on because she knows Harley Quinn's in this episode. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why Amanda Enchanty. Enchanty. Yeah. I, I will sing in a little bit, so it'll be great. She says something else like that in she this episode, She says, right? uh, like, uh, toodly-doo or, or she, something. She, like, mispronounces caliph or something like that. Or she yeah. says caliph or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, whatever yeah. She, does. she definitely, this is But fantastic. on purpose, because yeah. we know she knows what it yeah, is. Yeah, she knows. She's like a character. Yeah, she's a clown. Uh, she's like, a clown. Amanda has already left us. She's gone. Yeah, she's like, I've had enough of this crap. All right. Um, so, yeah, it is the best Joker episode yet. Uh, uh, it's 
It's just Joker at the top of his game. It's a it's a caper. Some people say this is the best Joker episode. It might be. It's a qualifier. It's, it's, it's not my favorite Joker episode. It's I'll not the that. man who killed Batman. That is my favorite Joker episode. Yes, it, that's right. It's the, yes, man, the who man who killed Batman. The man who killed Batman. Which is an episode where Joker's not even the main villain. No, He's just in it. No, but he has... Oh, forget it. He's got the best part, the of, best that part of that episode. Yes. Um, this is a wacky plot. Uh, Joker's scheme in 1993 does not seem like it's legitimate, but in 2023, it feels kind of real. I, I know why you're saying that. I will say the scheme makes no sense. No. What he's attempting to do is not logically sound, but that's kind of what's amazing about it. Yeah. Because I don't think he actually cares about succeeding. No. It's just about it's cre- creating a horror. Yeah, to get to Batman. Right. But the scheme where he wants to copyright... Fish. Fish as a natural resource as his That fish, is very 2023. That is, yes, is kind right. of 2023, yeah, I, right? I, I, like, I get it. Like where you would copyright like the gene strain of like corn. Right. You know? Uh, it feels like it. Joker is more aggressive than the Monster Energy Drink Company that goes after any movie that even tries to put Monster in the title. Unleash the Beast! Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. What about Monster in Law? Oh, well, a fine film. Yeah, obviously, we, we get Harley. She's more established. This fish. Can we talk about this fish? It is so gross. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so gross. From the get-go, like, even the people are like, ugh, disgusting. Actually, the whole episode is a little unsettling for two images I could really think of. One is any image of these fish yeah. is gross. Yeah. The fish have teeth. Yeah. That's a gross thing. Yes. Okay. The other thing is Joker's laughing toxin the physical effect it oh, has yeah. on the victims is disgusting. Love and like that Joker. for a kid, especially really scary because oh, your fucking terrifying. eyes bulge. Yeah. You get like that um permanent smile. Yeah. What do you call that? It's like the it's like a like a rigor mortis, like a rictus grin yeah, like yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, on yeah. the body. Like it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucked. Dude, that's really rough. The only difference from the animated series to the comics with this is that when that happens to you in the comics, you're dead. Yes. And in the animated series, apparently, they could still save you with some anti-venom. Yeah, because it's Batman. Because it's the animated series. And Batman series. has anti-venom. Right. I, I will say this. I, <laughs> that he already has the anti-venom. I need, I need to get Harley's back on this episode because I, like her, think fish is disgusting. And I got that she was allergic. It seemed that way, but she, oh, it's just, that it's she just doesn't like the oh, okay. taste of of of, uh, of fish. I know I'm right because I have a very good sense of smell. <laughs> I know I'm right. <laughs> I know I'm right. I'm I'm no, I'm, I, I know I'm right because the crazy clown in Batman agrees with me. That's right. Um, yeah, you know you're right when you're on Harley's side. Yeah. Want to get to some IMDb trivia? I do. There seems to be a lot of it for this yeah, episode. Yeah, My goodness. Yeah. Where was this for Robin's Reckoning Part 2? Nowhere. Um, so the box that Joker grabs a wrench from at the end is is almost labeled Binford Tools. So for those of you who don't know, that is the company that Tim Allen's character on Home Improvement works for on their show Tool Time. That's right. Uh, so yeah, way to go. Uh, Home Improvement was a mega hit in 1992. Yes. It was like one of the biggest sitcoms that on TV. That sh- was a show that was always on. Always on. I do not know what the hours of that show was, but I feel like they ran it in always. two hour blocks every day. Every day. It's, it, you know, it was like, I don't know if it was on CBS, but it was like one of the perfectly like middle America digestible CBS it was TV just, shows. Uh, it was just always on. It was always on. It was always on. It was always on. It's like in that, that same, there's a whole bunch of shows that are like that now. Uh, this episode has no title card, and it's one of four episodes with no title card. Now, I'm going to argue here. 
it has like a relatively still image that just moves slightly. Yes, so it's almost it's, like an in-episode title card. Sort of. But they, this the, the IMDb trivia says Heart of Ice doesn't have a title card, which it does. It just shifts the out of it. Same, right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But then there are more that, you know, there are more episodes here that that uh, don't have title cards. So this one doesn't have a real directed normal title card. It's got something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this marks the first time in the DC animated universe where the Joker is apparently killed, but then later returns alive and unharmed without any explanation. Which is something I feel like happened all the time after yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was mostly how you got rid of Joker was like, you beat him, but then you just couldn't find yeah, him. Yeah. It's like, oh, he left. Yeah. Um, while trying to cheer up Harley. This is another great little piece. A Joker says that she can be his Little Mermaid. Now, the Little Mermaid at this time <laughs> in 1992 was a massive hit. It right, was like it's a huge. It, hit. Little like Mermaid recreated Disney. Yeah, Little Mermaid kind of like brought Disney into what I would consider like their Silver Age. They call it the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, it's they the Disney, literally call it's it the, the Disney, Disney Renaissance because yeah. you have Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. I think the Rescuers Down Under is in the middle there. Well, because Disney. Yes. We were just talking about how The Little Mermaid basically ushered in the Disney Renaissance. Ah. There we have it. There she goes. Because they were making bullshit before that. Yeah. So before that, it was like... It was I mean, bu- they were making shit I liked, yeah, but it was not like, money yeah. making no, shit. No, they weren't making yeah. money. Um, and I think they're, I think 89 is The Little Mermaid. I feel like 90 is... 90 or 91 is like Lion King, and then they have like no, Aladdin right after that, no, right? Oh, no, Lion King is a little bit later, right? I think 92 is... I think 92 is... Because I get like a bunch in a Beauty row. and the Beast. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's right. Of course. Uh, or is 91 Beauty and the Beast? I think it goes Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion the King. The Rescuers Down Under is in the middle. I, I agree yeah. with you, but I think they have like those four huge hits yeah. right in a row. It's, and those four movies make so much money yeah, that they basically take over the I'm world. pretty sure it's... Yeah, you're right. It's, it's Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast... Aladdin, Lion King. I yeah. think Lion King's 94. Right. They're kind of just coming down off the high a little bit with Pocahontas, which is yeah. good, but not as probable Pocahontas as Pocahontas is definitely after Lion King. It is. That's 95, yeah. I think. That was this, almost the same year as Batman Forever. Similar it is time. after Lion King, because I saw Pocahontas yeah. in Central Park before it released, and they had the singing voice of Simba perform live for us, so it's definitely after the Lion King. Everybody look left. Left. Everybody look right. Right. <laughs> and also Mark Hamill, I guess, provided a voice on the original Little Mermaid. He was like, I did not know. He that. was one of the one of the the seamen on the ship. Whoa! Hey, yeah, whoa! Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, a family kid, show. It's a kid show. Uh, Hamill himself, while we're talking about the Joker, considers this episode to be a terrific adaptation of the comic book storyline that sees Joker. At his goofiest, which I do agree. <laughs> he says goofiest. I don't know if goofy is the word I would describe it. Joker's just unhinged. In yeah, this he's crazy, but it is goofy. It's there's, goofy, there's a but lot he's of goof- also just you don't know what he's gonna do. He's wild in this there, episode. There's a lot of goofy Joker in this episode too. There though. is. I mean, we'll get into it when we get into it. I mean, but I mean, there's a lot of Joker wearing costumes and doing weird stuff in this one, which I also right. love. Uh, apparently, this is also reminiscent of Joker's first ever caper in the comic books after he announced that he planned to kill a millionaire and steal a priceless diamond from the from the man's house. The police set up a protective ring around the millionaire, only to be baffled as the man dropped dead right in front of them. And then, obviously, there was some Joker <sighs> yes. mess going on. There are at least two other stories I can think of Joker doing this almost same thing, which I think are all kind of a reference to that same plot. One is called The Joker's Five-Way Revenge, which mm-hmm. is a kind of a famous yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's Joker, The Man Who Laughs, yeah. which is another thing where it's just like, Joker says he's going to kill these people. It seems like he's doing nothing. Yeah. 
the cops show up to protect that person yeah. and they end up dying anyway yeah. from the toxin Some because he's stuff. already poisoned them before he even made the threats in the first place. Yeah. Or he got them by using like, I think for the, for commissioner Loeb, it's like he poisoned the brandy in his office. Like yeah. it's like all stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and last bit of little IMDb trivia here, which I find hilarious is that Bruce Tim directed this episode because the network didn't want to pay for an extra director oh, to direct this. Okay. So, he ends up directing the episode and ends up being one of the best episodes of the series, <laughs> right. which I of find course, hilarious. Which happens a lot. When Deanie and Tim are on the episode, you know it's good. Well, actually, so that's something I wanted to discuss because uh, we talked about this when we did Heart of Ice. Yeah. And I think it's the only time we really talked about this where it's like, okay, so it's like you have a script for Laughing Fish. You did just answer the question with why this happened, but it's just like, what script or how does it determine where it's just like, okay, we're not going to give this one to Boyd Kirkland or yeah. Kevin Altieri or Frank Power. It's going to be a, a Dini Tim episode and just putting their names on it lends it a certain prestige. But oh, then yeah. they happen to do like kind of some of the best episodes. Yeah. So I'm wondering, it's just like, it's like yeah. a chicken egg situation. Is it like, are these the best episodes because the two of them worked on it? Yeah. Or do they become the best episodes because they're working on it? You know? It's probably, yeah, is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy? Right. Because well, yeah. you're kind of calling your shot. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, the two guys that are in charge of the show did this episode. Yeah. So you know, like, they can't and fuck they, it up. they probably threw their weight around. I guess so. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, could they have done this kind of thing with an episode like The Underdwellers or Prophecy of Doom or something like that? They can, yeah. can they change things enough where they can even make those subpar scripts better? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Because I think there's a lot in the Laughing Fish script that just kind of isn't great. Yeah. But it's handled so well that yeah. it becomes an all-timer. Yeah. No, this is... You're, I think you're right. I think you're 100% right. So last but not least, uh, <laughs> Bruce Tim storyboarded the entire third act on his own. Yeah, of course and he did. his art is amazing. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. It's probably like... And also the third act of this episode fucking rules. Yeah. I love Bruce Tim stuff and he like always posts stuff on like Twitter yeah, and, he's, and cool. he's such great artwork. But like every now and again, he'll like, he'll do some Marvel stuff. Right. And it's great. It's fantastic. Like he does Gwen Stacy, he does Mary Jane. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I like just Bruce Tim as a comic talent. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. Even his generic, like, it's a cowgirl yeah. or it's a, you know, something like that is amazing. Yeah. Like, his stuff is so good. So super I actually stylized. have like a Superman Adventures comic signed by him, oh, which is like great. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to go fishing? Let's let's do it. All right, mateys, let's go on a journey. Yar! All right. So we get the title. We get the title sequence. We get the, the opening theme. And then we get... A swinging, <laughs> a swinging sign outside of a fishmonger. Right. It's actually with, so unsettling with that there's no title card. Big smiling fish. Oh, yeah, it's very scary. And there is no title card. Uh, lightning crashes, and we see pop up on the screen the laughing fish, written by Paul Dini and directed by Bruce W. Tim. So he adds the W. Well, of course. And then we pan to a newspaper that says Joker still at large. It's in like the newspaper case that you would see on the street. On the docks. I got like a little thrill just seeing yeah. their names on the yeah, screen. So yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, that's right. This is one of their episodes. I'm like, oh, this going to be fucking good. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, and then we see a boat is hauling in their catch. Oh, Mike, it's so gross. It's disgusting. It's so gross. The sound work is so good. It's you just so good. hear those floppy fish everywhere. Well, they and, just, they look, it looks so scary. It's disgusting. It's such an unnerving image. Yeah, and it, it, it look, the only reason why it's not absolutely like mind-numbingly numbingly terrifying is because it's still a cartoon. So you look at it and be like, all right, all right, I didn't see a real fish. But imagine like catching a real fish that looked like that. It's so gross. It has teeth. It's so gross. So they open the catch and all the fishermen are like grossed out immediately. Yeah, they're like literally bombed. Yeah, and they're like, oh, 
They're like, the fish all look like the Joker. Yeah. And then we pan up to Batman, who's on a rooftop for some reason down by the docks. And he's like, and he's like yeah, definitely one of those moments where it's like, <laughs> he's made his move. It's like, all right. I just want to know, was he already there? Yeah. Like, what's he doing? Yeah, like, did he go fishing? And uh, like, every time they catch fish, I got to be here. Uh, that's what I do. So then we get a great newspaper transition, and we see in the newspaper, bizarre fish terrify waterfront. And then they show Joker's, Joker's face, and it says, another mad plot from the Joker. We cut to the Batcave. Alfred was reading the headline as Batman shows up. <laughs> Once again, the, the Batmobile sounds incredible. Incredible. Like the best sounding car ever. Batman lays the fish on the tray. This is great. I, Alfred, great. listen, guys. Alfred has to make these jokes for himself. Correct. Because Just to stay sane. I, I think he would lose his mind. Right. And there is a little bit of like, we know Batman has no sense of humor. <laughs> And we know that this drives both the Joker. We know this drives the Joker insane. But like to a point, it annoys Alfred that Batman has no sense. Joe, listen, Bat- Alfred's laying some gold down. Oh, like, he's this very is, funny. This is some good stuff. This is some good stuff. So Batman pulls the fish out and he lays it on a tray. And Alfred says, "Dining in tonight, sir." To which Batman <laughs> is like, "He's so annoyed. He's, he's already over it. Like he's already he's already had enough of Alfred. Like even making a joke, and he's like." Give me the dissection tray. It, the, the timing is so good. Because yeah. there was like a little beat of he's, like, shut up. He's like, Alfred, <laughs> the dissection tray, please. It's so funny. So good. Uh, Alfred, those jokes are for us, but they're also for him. Uh, then we cut to the Office of Copyrights. So it's a lot but of you're like quits. Your mind is already reeling. Like, what are we doing here? What is going on? Like, this doesn't follow. Yeah, no. What is going on? And Harley Quinn, oh, you see Joker's goons walk in. To the to the office of copyrights, and then following them is Harley Quinn, who announces the Joker is coming, and she refers, she knocks the door open and goes, "Listen up, wage slaves," <laughs> which is so good, is so good, and I laughed really hard at that. She's so funny. She's so funny, and just like just perfect comedic timing. Like this actress is great. 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 The Harley stuff. Quinn performance this episode is such it's a scene stealer. So it really good. Is. She really is. She steals. She almost steals some scenes in in um in Joker's favor. Her part's just not big enough. It's in just that she's yeah. not there yet. Right. And and Joker Joker comes in. He's already laughing. And then Mister, this is wonderful. This also got a nice laugh out of me. <laughs> yes, Mister Francis, who is like <clears throat> the copyright clerk, exclaims, "Great Scott!" And the Joker res- responds with like perfect timing. Actually, I'm Irish, which <laughs> made me laugh. Um, really, really good work, Mr. J. He is a, he is a joker. He's, that was a good line. Uh, yep. He wishes Francis a good morning, and then Joker introduces Harley and his two goons, who he forgets their <laughs> names. That he, he's like, ah, yes, Miss Quinn. <laughs> and then she does the enchanty. Enchanty. And then, like, and then he goes to introduce the goons. He's like, I don't remember their names. It's not important. Oh, their mind escapes me. <laughs> their, their names escape me right now. Which I think is like, that's the definition of what it is to work for Joker. You're so expendable. Like, you're a corpse. Yeah, you're expendable. You're not even a body. You're well, just we, like, you're a corpse. We've talked about this. Right. People take the Joker jobs because he doesn't care about money and they probably get paid well, but you'll probably die. Right. Yeah. yeah. High mortality the rate. The best, my favorite. We, I was listening to our episodes that we did. The best is when we talk about Scarecrow. It's like, listen. This guy, this guy has a thing for clocks, <laughs> and you're getting hit with fear toxin. Yeah, right, yeah. But with Joker, yeah, there's a good chance you're going to die. Yeah. He might kill you. Right. That's the problem. Well, who are you working for? Mad Hatter? You're not going to remember this job. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. done. Who are you working for, Joker? Uh, well, good, nice knowing you. Yep. Um, 
So Joker walks in and he says that he's got arrangements to discuss and he pulls out the laughing fish and he wants Mr. Francis to issue him a copyright for his Joker fish. And he slaps Francis <laughs> so absurd. with the fish and Harley doesn't like the fish smell. Like she's already like, ew. And Mr. Francis is like, you know, I can't really do anything about this. And then we get something where Harley sprays him with perfume and she goes, yes. oh, that's all better. Now this is very important. Which is kind of a throwaway bit. Yeah. Like you don't really think that the perfume is going to be important. Well, you just think that she's kind of grossed out by right. the by and the she fish is. smell, which she is naturally, and then she sprays the perfume at him, which becomes a very important plot point. So that's good. So Joker just wants to he wants to get take get a piece of every fish product sold in Gotham City. And Mr. Francis is like, "You can't copyright fish. That's a natural resource." <laughs> And Joker's response is like, well, that colonel does it with his chickens and they don't even have a mustache, which I find hilarious because these fish just look like the Joker. But when you buy fish products, you're not seeing that fish. Right. And also it affects all fish that Joker has corrupted, which is very odd. Uh, Joker doesn't want to get cheated. Once again, Joker proves that he's a pretty staunch capitalist. He is. I have to say again, the plot is so unhinged. Yeah. And, like, just, you have to believe Joker is aware that this man has no ability to copyright fish for no, him, right? No. So he's just targeting this guy just to do it. Because he's a sad sack, and he's That's just, a, yeah, Joker just knows for some, in some twisted way, he knows this is going to get to Batman. But actually, he has a lot in common with Charlie Collins, course, this guy. Of course. Where it's just like, oh, it's a guy, he's like a little dweeby guy yeah. who, like, probably never thought anything of himself, and now... Yeah. I'm really gonna get him. Yeah, you know? no, it's 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 great. And uh, Joker tells him he has till midnight to get him his copyright. Again, ridiculous. Yeah, and then uh, as we leave, uh, we get a nice bye bye from Harley <laughs> Quinn on her way out, which is just just really laying it on thick there. Really I loved like the scene. I actually, in particular, loved when he dumped like all the sardine cans yeah, and everything yeah, on the yeah. guy's desk. And I was like, "What are you doing? What, you, what is this helping?" Yeah, tuna fish and sardines. It's so funny. And, this episode is so bizarre. It's grouper and all that stuff. He has like names for all the fish later on right. it's really good so then we get the news report on the fish transitions to batman showing that the toxin in the fish is not toxic to humans so clearly the humans aren't his his target and then the news report well yeah. yes yes and then the news report cuts out because it's joker so clearly he's taking over the tv the tv airwaves and it cuts to harley quinn giving us the joker fish jingle they're finny and funny and oh so delish. They're joyful and jolly joker fish, which is terrific. <laughs> I love the jingle. Uh, they're absolutely doing the fake commercial thing because yeah. 89 Batman did the of fake course, commercial thing. Of course. Love, and it's really good. Love that joker. Love that joker. Yeah. These are also really good. His wonderful toys. Yes. We just get, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. From there, we cut to, a, to a, another fake commercial after the jingle where Harley is playing quote unquote mom complete with an apron that says kiss the cook on it (laughs) which is just hilarious wondering what to feed her family who her two children are Joker's other two goons the the two unnamed goons dressed like little children (laughs) one of them like a little girl with pigtails and one of them like a little boy with with like a propeller beanie hat right Uh, and um, you know Joker's like ah wondering what to make for dinner and then and then Joker shows up dressed like the Gordon's fisherman with the pirate accent. He comes in and he goes, Arr, try me famous Joker fish, which I love. I it was love. so funny. Stupid pirate accents make me laugh 100% of the time. 
And it's like Long John Silver's or the Gordon's Fisherman or yeah. anything like that. It just made me laugh. Actually, Conan O'Brien on his podcast had an ad break where he was doing that. He's like, oh, you have to go to Long John Silver's. And I, I just remember that. laughed very, very hard <laughs> every time I heard it. He makes her eat the fucking fish. Yes. Which, which is, looks so disgusting. It's, it's a goofy commercial and Joker forces Harley. He like literally doesn't make her eat it. He spoon feeds it to her and puts it in her mouth. Yeah. And she's like, I, you know, I got a thing about fish. And then she just runs away and pukes it out. Right. Which is also hilarious. Hilarious. You hear her wretch like in the background. And then Joker goes, I remember. And the two kids go, they're naturally low in cholesterol. <laughs> which is just great. And then at this moment, Joker calls out Mr. Francis. That right. he has to get him this patent. We have to say it. This is like an episode where Joker is authentically funny. This is him. I laughed at him. So much. So much in this episode. Like they finally like got the Joker's yeah, humor. He's a comedian. Really. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's not a comedian. He's he's a vaudevillian comedian. He's like a well, yeah, same same idea. He's a thespian. More thespian. Yeah. It's a it's a very theatrical brand of humor, but it is they really kept coming closer in each episode. He's the farthest from what you want him to be in Christmas with the Joker. Yes. And last laugh. And now we've kind of finally come into just like, oh, he is just unhinged madness and yeah. just says things that are really funny. And Mark Hamill is just it's terrific, really good. terrific work. It's a really good Hamill performance. Every this laugh is different. Everything is different. His his mood swings are vicious. How he goes from being like super yes. nice and he's friendly actually, to like... He's actually, I think, the most moody in this And episode. I'm angry, you know? Yeah. Just like... He's yes, just... angry Joker. Yes. <laughs> so now we cut to Bullock telling a cop to change the channel. Uh, the cops nope, are clearly... But you can't. But you can't because obviously Joker is taking Joker's over. Joker's on every channel. Uh, the cops are protecting Mr. Francis from this Joker attack that they're that they're anticipating. And we're seeing the clock is getting close to midnight. Gordon calls the GCPD to trace the signal on the TV. And Joker warns him that midnight is coming. Which is bad. So then Bullock says, eh, No one's sneaking in. But then Batman clearly sneaks in. Dressed as a cop. Which is also funny. Which is also hilarious because he's not dressed as like, he's not in a Batman disguise. Like he's not a, he's not a no, Gaff Morgan. He's, just, he's wearing the Batman he's, suit with that cop with the outfit cop over outfit. it. Yeah, it's so good. I laugh very hard. So I, I was just wondering like, is there like a 62240 cop just standing there in the Batman costume? I guess so. <laughs> and no one noticed? No, I guess so. They're like, oh, that guy's pretty big. Why does yeah, he look like right. Batman? Yeah, what happened to Jones? Yeah. yeah looks yeah. like Batman. Looks like Batman. And then Bullock is like, I'm done with this Batman nonsense, which is the reasonable response. Correct. Right? I find myself agreeing with Bullock like, for most of the I know, episode. I know we're like, Yo, stop giving Batman a hard time, but put yourself in this situation. Oh, no, yeah. Batman's yeah. out of line. Yeah, here. yeah. And then, like, and then like Gordon is like, no, Batman stays, which is stupid. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, we love Gordon and we love Batman, but like, if you look at this from a logistical point of view, you're looking at it and you're like, from a logical point of view, rather, you look at it and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gordon's in the wrong. But also, if you're like, if you're Bullock, like, if could you at least be like, listen, if you're gonna have Batman stay, can you at least tell him not to dress like cops? Yeah, I know. To prove I that know. we're fucking idiots. I know. And I think he calls him something like a like a long under underwear geek or yeah, something like that. A really right. just really good, really good Bullock uh, insult to Batman. And then, Mister Francis, and this is actually like a sad moment. Like I have, I feel bad for Mr. Francis in this yes. in this in this moment. He, he goes exhibits an emotion like, similar to Charlie. It's like yes. why why is this happening to me? Right. Like why, what did I do? I'm just a clerk. I can't change the law. And then Batman pretty much says like, 
In the Joker's mind, this is the joke. Yeah, that's the joke. The joke is that you're a totally unimportant, ordinary yeah. person. You're the yeah. last person the Joker should think yeah. about doing this to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh... Which I think kind of indicates to me they kind of nailed the profile of the Joker. Yeah. Because I understand that this is kind of like Burton-verse adjacent, and we're meant to think like Joker's Jack Napier, who's yeah. kind of an extraordinary person. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. Because mostly what he does in the animated series is what he does in the comics, which is to make ordinary people's lives miserable, yeah. not just like gangsters yeah. and Batman. And it's to get to Batman, but yeah. It's to get to Batman, for sure. But it's like, it indicates to me like, oh, Joker before he was Joker was just like a normal guy that you yeah. would never think about and then this awful thing happened to him and now he's the Joker. Now he's the Joker. No, right. right. So now I'm going to make you experience a little bit of what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. No, you it's know, true. Like literally turn you into me for Yeah. A bit. Well, and that's he does that a lot. Right. He turns people into like the laughing gas and all that stuff. That's what he did to Harley. Yeah. Oh, it's 100% what he did to Harley. All right. We get another moment where we cut to a sign that says, Friendly Fish Distributors, a real business. As Amanda would say, a real business. A real business. Um, and I made sure to point that out when we were watching the episode together, Amanda and I. I'm like, <laughs> Friendly Fish Distributors, a real business. Who gave them the license to do this? They don't have a license. I don't they painted they the truck. Yeah, I think they just painted the truck. Joker just has like painters on standby. Yes, we, like, oh, we need another thing. Just like, just like Crazy Clown Catering, we see that this is painted on the side of a truck and there's a giant marlin on top of the truck. It's probably the crazy clown catering truck. Yeah, it's just it's, repainted it. Uh, no, Batman blew that truck up. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's Batman. Right. Um, so now we're outside of Francis's house. We cut to inside. Francis is scratching his hands and Batman's kind of like puzzled. And he goes to Batman that it's been a crazy day that he hasn't had the time to remove the gunk that the Joker's girl sprayed on him. Mm -hmm. And then Batman <laughs> snaps. It's too late. Get yeah. this man to a hospital. Too late. No! And Batman panics. And just as he panics, the truck shoots the Marlin into the house. It goes to almost hit Mr. Francis. Batman dives and gets him out of the way. But the Marlin shoots into the wall just at midnight and releases a purple gas, and we get a commercial break. Right. I thought this moment was a little inelegant, but it was like, you would need to do this for the animated show. Yeah. Because kids yeah. would not pick up on, like, I don't know, he was drinking something yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that was laced. Yeah, yeah. You want to have this more, like, action-based. Yeah, you need it to be action-based for them to get it. So then we come back from the commercial with purple smoke billowing into the room. Everyone's okay. They cough a little bit, except for Mr. Francis, who begins to laugh uncontrollably and then turn kind of into like the Joker. Like he's got a Joker. really scary. It's terrifying. Like you see like his whole face look like it's been stretched out. Yeah, well, because it has like this allergic reaction mania to yeah. it. Yeah, and then like his eyes get all bloodshot. Yeah, just like look at his mouth, look at his eyes. It's it's gross. It's, gross. it's scary. Yeah, it's really, really scary. And then Batman's hit, Batman, you know, has a, an auto injector and hits him with some antitoxin. Right. Uh, Batman then explains that as the other guys, the other cops are like, yo, why, why are we okay? Batman's like, it's a binary compound. And the perfume before needed to interact with the gas to have the effect. So right, which is the exact same plot that Joker does yes. in '89, yes. where it's like it's like the mouthwash by itself is okay, yeah. but you also use the lipstick, and now you're fucked. Joker brand, Joker brand, Joker products. brand products. The best. Looks like he's been using brand X, but with Joker brand products, I get a grin again and again. <laughs> the best. That sequence is so good in that movie. We have to do, Mike. We're doing it. We have to do the bonus episode. Where it's really fucking long, and we do like three hours on Batman 89. Oh, it's in the plans. We just have to do it. No, no. I think what we have to do with that is we have to do that after we finish maybe season one of the series. Oh, boy. Or maybe... We got a ways. Or maybe after we finish 
I think after season one to do it in between season okay. one and season two is a good one. That's fine. I also want to do Mask of the Phantasm. We absolutely have to do Phantasm. We have yeah. to do all those movies. All but movies. very importantly, I really want to do the Burton 89. Oh. I really want to do Batman Returns. I want to do all the Batman movies. Yes. That's something we should do. This is ambitious. It's ambitious. Folks, let us know how you feel about that in the comments. So you may be asking yourself, where can I get these wonderful products? Well, that's the gag. Chances are you bought them already. <laughs> <laughs> so come on down and put on a happy face. <laughs> All right. I don't want to go on too long of a tangent. But he's the, fucking terrifying in that he movie. He is amazing. Amazing. I understand he's The Nicholson still, Joker performance is an all-timer performance. All-timer. All-timer. And I understand, like, yes, he's still very Jack Nicholson in it because it's Jack, but, like, it's really good. I feel like people discount the Nicholson Joker because they're very obsessed with the Heath Ledger Joker. And they're those are people that, like, can't have two thoughts in their head at the same time. Well, also, like, the Ledger performance is amazing, that is also the first time the Joker character has ever been interpreted that way yes. ever at all. Yes. So he's also the first actor to get a crack at that version. Yeah. Where he's like at, an anarchist. Yeah. I encourage everyone who loves the Ledger Joker, which you're still allowed to love yeah, and you should love. It's you amazing. Like it's an Oscar winning performance. Go watch the Nicholson Joker again and just accept the idea that both of these can be good, even though they are essentially two different characters. But also the tone of each movie is completely different. Right. By, by the way, controversial opinion. I also love the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Yeah. I think that's another third completely... Mike's doing the dance from the movie. You wouldn't uh, get it. It's another completely <laughs> legitimate interpretation that is, looks totally different and love is it. totally different and rules. Like his complete like fall at the end of that movie is fantastic. Yeah. Where he... where he, where he All right, spoilers. When he blows Robert De Niro's heads off, yeah. it's, it's terrific. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's disgusting. I love the Todd Phillips Joker movie. Oh, it's great. Me too. No, it's just, I just, I love how unhinged this character is and can be in the opportunities it opens up for actors, but the Nicholson Joker in particular is always oh, my favorite. So good. And I like Laughing Fish so much because it, it probably, not that he's doing a Nicholson, but I was like, this is a little bit of the unhinged Nicholson yeah, brand yeah. here, where it's just like, why is he even doing this? He's doing it because he fucking can. Got a little hot under the collar. <laughs> I want to, we got to watch Batman. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad you're, you're dead. Bob. You are my number one <laughs> guy. All right. We're, no more Batman 89. I we'll saw go. it. I saw it all. He reached up with his cold, dead hand, and he signed it in his own blood. <laughs> and he did it with this pen. Hello, Vinny. It's your Uncle Bingo. <laughs> Time to pay the check. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? What? <laughs> hey, this guy Jackie. All started right. started getting we sloppy. Gotta, we gotta stop. Let's get nuts. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. All right, back to the episode. The laughing fish. (laughs) Back to the episode. (laughs) Um, 89 Batman coming soon. Really, really good. So then uh, the TV turns on and it's Joker reading a news report saying that Mr. Francis will be taking an extended vacation. Joker (laughs) is not happy. He needs his legal claim and he's going to go after another clerk, Thomas Jackson. Harley then starts the jingle again. Because he goes, and for Batman, because I know you're watching, the jingle starts and Batman punches the TV off. All right. Two things I love there. One is that he says Mr. Francis is taking an extended vacation. It's incredibly dark because he thinks he killed him. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love that. Love it. All right. And two, I love that the special Batman, the special message for Batman is just going to be the same jingle again. It's annoying. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very, very funny. And Harley's voice is just, just the right level of annoying to just be just like, oh, just shut up. Right. You know, it's oh, great. 
And that's the only thing I like from Christmas with the Joker that I think is like the same kind of feeling as this. It's just like, despite all the things in that episode that happened that I do not like, oh, like I the... love that he just wanted to pie him in the face. That's it. It's That whole thing happens so he could pie Batman he, in the face. He spent Christmas with Batman. That's right. His family. All right. So now we cut to a cat that's walking towards a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. But... And uh, inside the house, uh, the cops are now, they're doing the same thing with Mr. F- with Mr. Jackson that they were doing with Mr. Francis. And Batman's there and we see. Or so we think. Oh, well, we're going to get to that. All right. So the cat he's is. doing a Cape and Cal conspiracy he, he, on us. He is. He is. This is a little baronish. It's a little, it's, it's, it's in the same vein. It's almost 3 a.m. And then the cat enters the house with the Joker fish in its mouth with like purple blood coming out of the Joker yeah, fish. Totally fine. Disgusting. Disgusting. Totally normal. Uh, the cat chuckles a little bit as it jumps in and then the cops try to stop it. But then the, the cat jumps and dives at Batman, mm-hmm. scratching Batman in the face. And then Batman begins to laugh like Mr. Francis. And for a moment, you're like, oh, no, they got Batman. Oh, and also his face becomes horribly distorted. Horribly distorted. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that whole like big grin. Yes, I'm like, what happened? It's very tiny And as a kid, it's very upsetting. Oh, it's very upsetting. But this is like, it looks like something we would have seen out of like Hysteria or Animaniacs or Tiny Toons or even Freakazoid. He's briefly inhuman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he, like, yeah, it's really, really rough. And then, um... They, Mr. Jackson in the chair gets up and takes the mask off of Batman to reveal that Batman, the guy dressed as Batman, was actually Mr. Jackson, and clearly Batman is is in disguise again. Right. I liked it. Good again, disguise. it's just scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> and that Batman hits him with the uh, hits him with the antitoxin. Um. So he goes into another room and changes back into being Batman. And Bullock's like, "I'm done playing dress up with this freak. I'm just gonna go hunt this." This guy is down. why I like Bullock. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, I, all right, cut the fucking bullshit. We yeah. should have to go catch the guys, guy. Guys, guys, I know where he is. Right. You're like, why are we playing this stupid Batman game right. when we, we should just go after it's this a good. Guy? It's a good move. It's a great move. It's unfortunate that Bullock doesn't get Joker on his own, but yeah. also it's like, as the viewer, you're kind of like, he's the only adult. Yeah. He's the only yeah. one being like, like, what the fuck are we doing? Bat- Let's just go get him. Batman is a child. Right. He's just a really strong, <laughs> like, 40-year-old child. Right. And Gordon is a child playing with his toy that is Batman. Right. And Bullock is like... I'm a guy, I'm a regular guy, I'm a cop, I'm a good cop, I'm just going to go after this guy. Well, that's the thing, too. I think he also feels like Batman's being a little indulgent, like, stop playing the Joker's game. Yeah. Just go just, stop just him. go after him. Right. Like, go after this dude. And, like, I get it. Like, Bullock's right. And he's just, he storms off. And then Batman reveals the fish, and he, he says to Gordon that the fish is a Japanese tang, which is a kick in the glass, and <laughs> it's not native Very good. to uh, Gotham's cold waters. So where could this fish have come from? Once again, folks, we are at a, lo- 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 a location <laughs> that should not exist in Gotham City. Yes. A place of fun. The aquarium. The aquarium. And there's clearly a dolphin show that happens. Bull- Bullock has gone to the aquarium looking for the Joker, and he goes to a section marked Tropical Marine Fish. Then we see Harley in silhouette, like above the tanks, jump off and kind of get the jump on him. And uh, we get some really great, like, gangster and copper Kind of back and forth yeah, here. It's good. It's really good. It's like freeze, Kappa. And he's like, "Hey, look, it's uh, Joker's henchwench." Yeah. Which, good line. It's great. It's he calls her Joker's lead henchwench, which is great because Bullock doesn't even have the time, nor does he care to know what her name is. But I also like that he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I kind of know who this girl is. Well, We've she, I've dealt with her enough." She did kick him in the shin. Sh- You've think- got the right to remain silent. I thought she needed him in the balls. Oh, she might have. 
I think Maybe that's, that's what, what they the alluded intense. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. probably didn't forget that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Montoya found it funny. Right. Um, it's very much, Mwah, see, we got like that kind of thing here. He says she's outgunned because, I mean, she's not. He, she's got a gun out. He has a gun Well, out. I think he says you're outgunned because she looks to be holding like a toy cork yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. of course, that's not what it is. But then she shoots him with the cork, which explodes into like silly looking ropes that oh, bound. Love that Joker. Love that Joker. Where does that, he get those wonderful toys? That, that uh, Harvey is all bound and then a hook swings down. And hooks Bullock from behind, uh, and Joker is, is sitting in like one of those deep sea like fishing like <laughs> yeah. chairs, right? And he With a giant he, fishing rod. Yeah, and he rails he 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 reels him in. He's got like the fly fishing cap yeah, he's on. He's got the fly. It's great. <laughs> it's his really good work. Joker's really committing to the role here. Which is which? Which actually continues to fall in line with the Joker being an actor, being a performer. Yes. Because he has costume changes. He loves costumes. He loves props. So like, yeah, like this is this is not a comedian Joker. This is not you know this this Joker is an old vaudevillian actor. Well, yeah, he just he does bits. Yeah, that's like yeah. what he does. He, does, he bits, does bits, which I love a bit. We love a bit. We love a bit. Jordan and I love a bit. We love bits. I love that he pulls a Bullock, who's who's a big dude, and he goes, uh, he's kind of runty, and I might have to throw him back, which is hilarious thing to see as like he's gonna put him into a shark tank it's it's good what's yeah. better is i'll let you do it but like his the line at the top of the next scene is so funny oh yeah 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 um so <laughs> i laughed joker says to bullock at this while point, he's dangling while he's dangling above a shark tank you may be a lousy cop but you make a terrific worm fantastic <laughs> so good so good we see a shark is circling uh, Bullock as Joker lowers him down and then Bullock exclaims which actually saves his skin you won't get away with this and then the Joker stops for a minute and he thinks and he goes and he agrees with him and Harley's like what she, she's surprised and Joker explains that if Bullock was able to figure out where he was then Batman isn't far behind right and Joker says why spoil his pet's appetite when pretty much he can feed him a full meal which is Batman because Joker would love nothing more than to feed Batman to a hungry shark. Right. Actually, also, like, in its insanity, all makes sense, too. Because he doesn't want Batman to get there next and be like, oh, I can't even feed him to the shark because the shark is full. And then we'll see how loyal a hungry shark is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Who wouldn't... This is just perfect stuff here. Harley, once again, as my kindred spirit, once again shows her disapproval for fish where she goes, ugh, fish is disgusting, which Joker's like mad and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I like it though. Yeah. Um, well, it's it actually like gives us a little bit more of the abuse thing. Yeah, It's just yeah. like, oh, you don't like eating that? You're going to fucking eat it. Yeah, Shut you're up. you're going to eat it. Shut up. Yeah. Um, this is actually, yeah, exactly. Um, how she's kind of like, it's, she's dealing with some Stockholm syndrome here. Yeah. Um, he understands this caper has been a little rough on Harley. But, like, they find a way to, like, bring in some levity, like, right away that isn't as grossly abusive. It's just kind of, like, slapstick mildly humor. Mildly abusive. Yeah, yes. mildly, but it's, like, slapstick humor kind of thing. Right. And he goes, well, after this, you can be my little mermaid, which... There's the reference. Yeah. Which is the reference there. And Harley is, like, excited. And then he takes <laughs> this, like, giant costume fish head <laughs> and, like... Puts it like in like you know puts it on top of. Her he makes body. her the reverse mermaid. Yeah, he makes right. her the reverse yeah. mermaid. The one uh, the one Fry is looking for in Futurama. <laughs> and th- this line is a kind of a throwaway, but I love it. It's a classic like Looney Tunes moment, mm-hmm. which uh, you know you got that Warner Brothers legacy here, where she gets like the side eye from inside the fish's mouth. He goes, and she says, uh, 
you're really sick. You know that, boss? Which I find very funny and I laughed mm. at. It's very, um, it's very Marvin the Martian or whoever. No, I'm sorry. It's not Marvin the Martian. It's very Daffy Duck. It's very like, well, now this means war. It's kind of right. like the moment she has there. Um, this is, you know, once again, slapsticky. We hear some then light oceanic music, light aquarium music, mm-hmm. as Joker's alerted to which this must be an alarm, and we see him press in a whoopee cushion. Loved it. Love it. And that's his... That's just because imagine being that goon like, ah, oh, did he just make that fart noise? Ah, oh, uh, Batman's here. Batman's here. So now the goons who are equipped with harpoon guns are ready to take on the Batman. We see the Batman driving down the docks looking sleek and sounding nice. Batman grapples to the aquarium. He swings in quietly through a broken skylight. And he hits the flashlight on and starts to investigate. And he sees that each tank is filled with like all of these Joker fish. But Joker is there waiting for him, knowing that Batman is coming. And then we see the shark. And Joker shows the shark, and the shark hasn't been Jokerized. Joker says that the shark comes with his own natural grin. Yeah, he does that cool, like, in-profile thing yeah. where they actually do kind of look alike, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit. You're like, oh, no, he's feeding Batman to the shark. And then we see Bullock as the catch of the day, hanging above the shark tank. But he tells me he didn't need a back computer to tell him that that weird-looking minnow came from an aquarium. Now... I was thinking for a second, I'm like, all right, but like, yeah, obviously he's a detective or his lieutenant. He's actually not the only one to reference the back computer that's yeah, not Batman. Which is which is cool. Yes, other people have said that. Now, he's not, but at the same time, it's like, does he know Batman has a back computer or is he just a, a jerk and just puts bat on everything associated Good with Batman? Good question. I think it's actually that he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. But also, I at first I'm like, how would he know that that was a tropical fish? And then I thought to him, it, Bullock's the type of guy who would go out in a lake and go fishing on a Saturday. Like, yeah. I think it totally fits with his his character. Yeah, I, I got that. Like, he would he be life like, experience. Yeah, well, well, yes, but like, what kind of guy is Harvey Bullock outside of work? He likes a cannoli. I don't know if he's a couple fish. of beer. I don't know. He seems like a guy that would go out fishing or Maybe. bowling. He's a Fred Flintstone, dude. He's a Fred Flintstone type. He's a Fred sure. Flintstone okay. type, you know, especially in this show. Harley then lowers Bullock into the tank, and then Batman tells Joker to let him go because Batman's the one he wants. Mm-hmm. Then Joker obviously agrees and Batman is cuffed by Harley. And jo- as Joker admits that fish are disgusting and he says that he should use his toxin on cattle. Joker burgers. Talk about a happy meal, <laughs> which I laughed. So gross. I laughed. It's like the wad of meat. Of course. He's got like the he, Joker's got like, like, like probably like 10 pounds of chopped meat. And I laughed hey, at this. Hey, that's quality sirloin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I laughed at this because I thought it was funny. Batman clearly doesn't laugh, to which Joker is clearly upset with. He's like, you never really could take a joke. Yeah, whack. And then Joker kicks him into the shark kicks tank. Kicks him to the tank. He then also gives Bullock the, the chopped meat and then throws Bullock into the tank. So yep. Bullock is in the shark tank with... With the bloody meat. With the bloody meat, which, you know, is bad, and the, the sharks will come. Um, and... Bullock like throws the meat aside and then we see Batman do something that only Batman can do as the shark is going for Bullock. Batman does that thing where like he, he puts his arms under his legs so he can like get out of his hand being behind his back. Yeah. Then Batman rides the shark. Rides the shark. That is... He didn't have the shark repellent in his no, utility belt. No, because he is the shark repellent. He is the shark repellent. He chains... He, like, it. Yeah, he puts the manacles like in the thing. Yeah, yeah. He uses... He uses... He essentially uses the chain from the handcuffs or the manacles as like a bridle yeah. for, the, for the shark. And he rides this shark through the shark tank, 
using the coral to crash through the the tank glass and then pretty much fill the entire aquarium and outside with water. Yeah. This is some classic like 60s ever Batman stuff, which you got to love it. Joker's kind of into it. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. This is great. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is a great show. But while this is happening, Joker has like closed off the top of the tank. Right. Right, which is pretty scary. Which like, is Bullock's terrifying. Like, Bullock's like, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, it's not good. You got that moment where like there's too much water and he has to go up to like a little bit of air on top. Right. But we get some great Joker. We get some great Batman stuff. Joker then rides his like fishing chair up through the roof and hits his head on some planks. And he starts laughing on top of the roof. So then as Joker's riding up, I, what I love here is we actually hear, hear Joker's theme play, which yes. is lovely. Now, uh, out into the museum, uh, we see the, the shark is kind of writhing around on the museum floor. Uh, the front door opens up, and the shark goes out to sea. Batman helps Bullock up, as Bullock pretty much tells him, like, go get him for me. You know, they have a cool moment where he's like, hey, are you all right? And Bullock looks at him, and he's like, yeah, yeah give, give, him one give him one for me. Give him one for me. Which is so, pretty cool. Which means It's like that, that like, little bit more of the camaraderie we've seen yeah. from him, which we haven't really gotten since Vendetta. No, we haven't gotten it since then, and uh, Batman will punch him one extra time. Right. For Bullock. Batman grapples up to the roof and then he gets behind Joker and then like smacks him across the face with a good pimp slap. Yep. Uh, and then Joker takes a big wrench from the Binford toolbox. Meanwhile, back at the wrench. Yeah, which I love. <laughs> Such a Such corny, a, stupid, but amazing, oh, line amazing line that kids would not understand. No, no. They would not understand Meanwhile, back at the ranch yeah. as being a thing. Yeah, of course not. But I, I found it very funny. Uh, and then Joker's pretty much like, well, you don't laugh at the joke, so I'm just going to hit you with a wrench, which is hilarious. Joker goes up to beat Batman, and Batman gets the upper hand, obviously. Joker tries to run away, and he realizes he's at the end of the roof of the aquarium. And then Joker looks at Batman, and Batman, you know, they have a little, yeah. little bit of a standoff. A little tete-a-tete, -tete, yeah. Joker knows that he's not going to be able to fight Batman, so he jumps off the roof. <laughs> right. But I think he has, like, it's sort of an anti-utility belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joker pretty much says he's thought of everything. And he's always prepared. <laughs> not and then, the case. And then he pulls out, like, a cord and an, infl and an inner tube forms around him that looks like Plucky from Tiny Toon right. Adventures, which is clearly a nod to Tiny Toons. It is. And uh, because that's what they worked on before this show. And um, we see Joker... Joker falls into the water, but the shark is there, and Joker screams. The shark is waiting for him. Yeah, I do love the the inner tube that he had just suddenly appear. I've heard this said, and I think this is great, and it describes this episode perfectly. Batman is the master of preparation. Yes. Joker is the master of improvisation. Of course, and he should be. Right, so Batman is going to prepare for every inevitability ahead of time. Yeah. And Joker's just going to go with the flow and be the master of going with the flow. So even in this moment, even though this is an utter failure, and I know he's frightened, and yes, the shark could eat him, yeah. he's kind of okay with it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's kind yeah. of like, well, he's I'll like, figure it out. Yeah, we'll if the shark attacks me, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's his, it is his shark, by the way. Yes. So it's his sharky, and he'll die if he wants to. That's right. That's right. That was pretty good, right? Yeah, I liked it. Am I going to get a raise? I think so. Yes. 20 hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? <laughs> we then cut to a Joker card with uh, a black kiss lipstick on it. Love it. From Harley. Love that. Love, Love that. that so much. Harley mourns the Joker's quote-unquote death as Bullock very intelligently goes <laughs> like, listen, he was a demented, abusive, psychotic maniac. And Harley goes, yeah, I'm really, I'm really going to miss, miss him. <laughs> and then she starts crying, which I find hilarious. Gordon then asks Batman 
if he thinks the Joker's gone for good. And Batman wishes it were true, but he doubts it because Batman knows it's hard to kill the Joker. And then we cut to the Joker card on the water, and then the shark jumps up and eats it. Yeah, and yes. that's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's really good, uh, and also pretty fucking metal that the Joker just kind of seemingly is like dead at the yeah, end of the episode. Dead. Like, oh, uh, he died. He died. Joker died in that in that episode. Um, yeah. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. It's a fantastic episode. Yeah. Um, this is a top tenner for a lot of people. Yeah. It's not in my top ten. Yeah. I put it in top twenty. I think it's an amazing Joker episode. It's probably the top. If not the best Joker episode, it's like the top two or three Joker episodes. But also, this is a series with like 50 Joker episodes. Yeah. It's like, it's not 50, but there's there's a lot there's of a Joker. Lot. Um, I love it. I love it. I think the episode is deranged. Yep. I think they perfectly nail the Joker's sense mm-hmm. of humor. I love the Harley Quinn appearance here. And I'm just permanently unsettled by what Joker's victims look like in this yeah. episode and what the laughing fish yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So for me, this is a 10 out of 10. I adore the episode. It's a ranking episode. Probably just outside of my top 10, just because there's other more sentimental episodes I would put in there. I get it. But this is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I think this episode hits my top 10. Uh, I, I, I've i watched this episode. Normally, I watch these episodes like two, maybe three times, but I think I've watched this one like four times since, yeah, it's since really covering good. it. And, and it's uh, it's really good. Like to the point where like I'd watched it enough to cover the episode and then Amanda hadn't seen it yet. So I'm like you want to watch this episode? I think you'd really like it. I think it's really good. And she was yeah. like, okay. And then she, we, we watched it together and, and it's just a blast. It's great. And for Amanda and for Harley Quinn fans, it's a cool episode because even though this is not her first appearance, this is like the first time her personality comes forward. Yeah, yeah. This is where we see her as an established character. Right. So I think it's really, really, really good. The henchwench. The henchwench. The lead henchwench. But yeah, so this was a fantastic episode. And next time, Jordan, you're taking us through uh, Night of the Ninja. Great. Uh, I'm yeah. very excited. I'm sorry that you've <laughs> just gotten the short end of the stick like Boo. across the board. That's all right. You know, it's 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 a shame because... It's not across the board. I have great episodes, but I, Night of the Ninja is... We will make it fun I'll for t- the listeners. Well, I'll tell you this much. I do like ninja stuff. You do? I do. So I'm one of us fan. will be a big fan of this episode. Probably not, but <laughs> okay. I'll still enjoy it. We'll have interesting things to well, say. There's actually watch, some good topics are going to come up. We're going to watch Batman meets the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Tasticast for Jordan Hugh. I'm Mike Staub. Thank you, and see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Enchanty. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Batman Tasticast. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you've been enjoying this journey we've been on since the first episodes of this show if you want to support the show please feel free to give us a like give us a subscribe leave a comment leave a five-star review because that helps the show be that much more visible and please stay tuned to more episodes coming out weekly of the batman tasticast if you want to reach out to us you can find us on social media at batman tasticast or just look me and jordan up because we are pretty active out there well we'll see you online and see you next time